Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Happy to welcome you back to the Manny Diaz Show. Joe Gacky, Don Bailey Jr., University of Miami head coach Manny Diaz on Saturday, Miami and Virginia at 8 o'clock. And we'll talk more about the Cavaliers. with well, a revisit to uh, the, the nice win against Pittsburgh sure was a nice way to close out the game. A seven-minute drive uh, with a field goal that went through the uprights. Uh, a couple of things on that. One, uh, the way that you finished out the game. And then two, maybe dive into special teams and uh, the way the special teams, both the kickers performed and how that helps you manage the game now, knowing that you can flip the field position like that. Yeah, let's, um, let's start with the fourth quarter. And, and driving, you know, I believe we're up by nine. And you know how important three points is there to make it 12. Now Pitt's got to score two touchdowns, um, which is a tall order against the way we've been playing on defense. But that's still not a gimme field goal. And to have a guy like Jose Borregales go in there and, and, and knock it through, is, it's, just so, it's such a great confidence booster for our entire football team, put so much pressure on Pitt. But when you talk about the entire game in field position, there's a, great, there's a great scenario that sums it up. It's really the way we get our first touchdown. Pitt drives to around midfield. They punt us in deep. We have our first play of offense like from the five-yard line. Not ideal, right? Our offense gets a first down, which and then they have to punt, which doesn't seem great. It's actually a big deal. We're not punting off our five-yard line. So we punt off like our 20, and then Headley comes out and bombs it. <laughs> and they fair catch it at their 20. Great coverage also to force a fair catch. So Pitt's expectation, they had the ball around midfield, punted us deep. The next time they had it, they had the ball at their own 20. Defense goes out, gets a three and out. They punt the ball to us. Restrepo fair catches it. They get the kick-catch interference with the 15-yard penalty. Our offense, their last play was on our 20. Their next play is on Pitt's side of the field. And that's where we get the Cam Harris touchdown. And that's where understanding how offense feeds defense by getting the first first down, defense feeds offense by getting the three and out, and special teams feeds both by the ability to flip the field. And that's really where the points come from. It's not just offense in a vacuum, defense in a vacuum. It was great complimentary ball, and I was proud of all three phases for having a role in that. Coach, we talked about a couple of special players and plays earlier in the ballgame, but I think one that uh, you really were, had to be very, very proud of, especially you were a guy that spent a lot of time on special teams earlier in your career, Isaiah Dunson, true freshman. He, he, he's the one that calls off the uh, changes to play on the punt and comes up with a, a spectacular play call and execution. Yeah, it, it was it was a two-step process because uh, he recognized they didn't have their normal guys in the shield. And uh, the guy he was lined up on was actually a shield guy because they were bringing him into crack. And, um, you know, our players have the ability to call off any punt rush we have and, and check us into a defense. And 
he started doing it. That's only where the fun the fun just began there because even doing that, they still had a puller coming for him. And if the puller gets him blocked, the guy the, the guy's probably gonna get a first down because the guys coming out to play defense are still probably too far to make the tackle. And he slips the block, uh, puts his shoulder through the guy's thighs, and, and gets him on the ground. That's a massive play. We and again, so talk about how offense to defense to, to defense to offense. Pitt instead of punting us deep. They run the fake. What happens? We stop the fake. We get the ball where? The plus side of the field, we score off of that drive as well. So that's another example of where our offense, who knew they had a hard day against Pitt, we had to pitch in with defense and special teams to short up to set up short fields. We did, but the offense still to take advantage of it, which they did, and that's where our 14 points in the first half came from. When you have a guy punting the way Headley is punting, he's averaging darn near 50 yards a punt. He's in top, uh, top 10 in the nation in, in punting. How does it impact the way you manage a game on fourth down? Is it easier to say, okay, well, we don't need to go for it now. We can we can flip the field position here and play some defense. Yeah, I mean, you're always going to analyze your matchup against who you're playing to, to come up with those fourth down strategies. Um, but you know when, we, when you got a matchup like we felt like we had with our defense versus their offense, um, the more times you can make Pitt drive it 80, 90 yards against the Miami defense, the odds of them scoring are pretty low. And that's not – disrespect to Pitt, the odds of anybody driving the ball 80, 90 yards is pretty low. There's a chart that kind of, you know, has all the data on that. So, so yeah, I mean, you want to, you, you know, we, we will, we'll always still take, you know, calculated risk. And we feel like going for it on fourth down is the right thing to do. But, uh, but when you know, you've got, you know, you can play good defense and you've got a weapon like Louie, it really puts a lot of pressure on the other team's offense. Manny, how about the fact that he can adjust his style of kicking? I mean, he takes that, that long rounded rugby kick or he's two steps and it's gone. I, I mean, just his ability to do that shows what type of athlete he is, and I don't think people realize how big and strong he is. Yeah, he's 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 put together, and yeah, um, yeah we we um, we see it every day in practice. I mean, the guy can punt the ball about any way a ball needs to be punted, and and it's like a rocket. And uh, I think his confidence in year two mm-hmm. um, is at a much better place. And um, and and again, anytime you're talking about Louis, you got to talk about Clay James. You know, our our, our long, long snapper, snapper who. You know, again, it all starts with, you know, you don't want to have to worry about, worry about where your staff's going to be. So Clay does a great job getting it back there. And and uh, our guys are taking pride in, in, in covering and protecting, you know, Louie because they know he's such a weapon. We maybe uh, give our fans a rules interpretation. Uh, when he does drift to the right side, Lewis Headley to punt, he has about five yards, right? Uh, out, once he, if he gets outside of five yards, then they can really attack him. Yeah, you do lose your roughing the kicker sort of, you know, you know force field. Um, as you start to roll out, obviously they can't they can't do anything that would that would qualify as unnecessary roughness. Um, but yeah, if there's if there's a little bit of contact, uh, they won't call a flag out there. So he's aware of that. But that's our job is to keep people off of him, regardless of wherever he is. Man, when you have a punter like him, you have to sometimes be concerned about outkicking your coverage. So it takes a lot of practice and an understanding with his hang time and distance on how you have to cover the field. Right. Well, that's why the hang time is important. It's not just that he's just you know, throwing ropes down the field. I mean, the, the, the ball's in the air coming down cold. Um, but we've got great effort from guys. You know, Gervin Hall is a starter on our defense. He wants to be, a, a, you know, one of our missiles on punt. To Corey Couch, you know, he broke up all the passes. To Corey, outstanding effort on running down, covering kicks. So um, it's great for the younger players in our program to see those older guys, you know, a guy like, like Gervin, say, wow, I mean, look at this guy getting a bunch of snaps on defense. And it, his strain to cover a kick is massive because guess what? As soon as the ball leaves Louis's foot, we're all playing defense, right? So every yard that returner gets is a yard against the Miami defense. So we want those guys that have the same pride covering that ball 
as they do playing defense for the Hurricanes. I just want to say I really enjoy the 55 and 60 yard punts, but it is hard on a broadcaster who has to add up the yards <laughs> when it's soaring through the air at the same time he's calling it. Yep. I need a, some kind of calculator. You can just say it went far. Just tell him you lost sight of it, Joe. Just tell him you lost sight of it. That was pretty much the description the other day. Uh, all right, so Virginia comes in here, and we talk about their quarterback situation, and they do want to run the ball, but they have a six foot seven wide receiver. They have a couple six foot seven guys on defense, but they got this kid Davis, six foot seven wide receiver. What, what kind of problems does he present? Well, we don't have any six seven corners, right? right? Um, so he kind of burst on the scene at a coming out party in their opener against Duke. And um, I don't think anybody really knew who he was. Duke probably didn't know much about him. And uh, and as you would you know, suspect, he's an outside lane, fade ball, jump ball type guy. And um, so you got to, you know, with guys like that, there's, there, you know, you got to do a great job at the line of scrimmage. You got to try to, you know, limit their access to get down the field on you um, and just make them, you know, fight for everything that's down there. We do have corners with length, you know, in terms of Ivy and Blades not just with their height, but their arm length, but you're not going to be six, seven. So it's going to come down to a fight. Um, and, you know, and our guys will be up for the challenge, but he's, um, he's any quarterback can throw it high to the outside. And, and so you'll see it uh, for sure on Saturday night. Manny, I'll let Joe say their backs name number 21. He, you know, he practices those names all week, but they're running Talapapa. back. Talapapa. He, he's a, he's, he's a guy that's a, a strong runner, but very shifty and they've re- relied heavily on him uh, this season. They do, and and Virginia has, you know, the the names and faces have changed in terms of their skilled players, players and their quarterback. But um, they want to control the ball, and they control it with their run game and their short passing game. That's really what they want to do. They want to possess the football. Um, so you got to do a great job on the run, and then where they really stress their defense from sideline to sideline horizontally is in the quick passing game. You know, they're going to get the ball out of the quarterback's hand fast try to get it to their playmakers where they have some opportunity to turn and run. Um, every now and then they will take shots, and, and you know, you'll see the one down the field of Davis. But, um, but it's always been a challenge because they, they use tons of shifting, motioning, formations to just, again, bang. All of a sudden there will be three guys five yards downfield all turning out showing their hands to the quarterback, and the quarterback can just pick the one um, to get it in there. So um, they, they want to play methodical. Again, a defensive head coach, he knows the best defense that Virginia has is to keep our offense off the field. Um, so it's a great challenge for our defense to not allow Virginia to possess the ball, control the clock, um, and just, you know, and sort of take some of the air out of the game. You know, I, I think one of the fun parts of being in this business, and probably for you as well, is watching the kids grow up as they come in as a freshman and then watching them develop. And, and for us, the last couple of weeks on the show, we've talked with uh, Al Blaze and Nesta Silvera. And you can see how those guys have matured uh, just speaking with them. How about on the field, the impact they're having? Nesta's been a destructive force. Al Blades is the top three. I think he's number two in the ACC in pass breakups. Do you see their maturity? What kind of impact are they having? It's so, it, it is one of the best parts about the job. And really for us, it goes even uh, further back than their freshman year. It goes back into recruiting. You know, a lot of these guys you're recruiting now starting in 10th grade. So to really see where they've really gone from about their 10th grade year in high school to to where they are in juniors now in college. Um, both guys, number one, as pure of a Miami hurricane as you can create, right? Both guys um, bleed orange and green. Um, they do have the the maturity now, you know, to see it's their time. They, they have seen, like very many other guys in their recruiting class, they have seen um, some of the places where the upperclassmen in the last two years maybe didn't um, – 
play their best, you know, and provide the leadership needed for the rest of the team. So, you know, I think they've, they've taken it, you know, we had these conversations in the summertime. I think they've taken it a little bit personally to, um, to show the young guys how it's meant to be done, you know, and, and it's been fun watching those guys develop. And then, and then the plays on the field, I think, is a byproduct of that. Many a guy that's developing before our very eyes at a young age is Harrison Hunt. Now, there was great, uh, great, great move by you to redshirt him last year, and there's a, a bunch of those guys that you did, but he benefited by that. But now you, see, you start seeing this athletic ability and how he's actually taken over the play every now and then. Yeah, Jared is, um, you know, he's, he's freaky athletic to be an inside guy. But, uh, but as you mentioned, he needed last year to, to get big and strong in the weight room and Dave Feely and his staff and our developmental lift group did a great job with Jared and, and many guys in that class. Jafari Harvey's really mm -hmm. uh, flashing now as well in, the, in, you know, in that same recruiting class. But uh, so Jared's got the toughness. It's not just, you know, his, 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 his movement skills are, are, are off the charts, but, you know, you got to play some big boy ball in there as well when they want to double team you and that type of deal. And, and he's, he's up for that challenge as well. So I think he's getting more and more confident uh, every week he's in there. And, and as a result, his, his playmaking uh, will increase and his role will increase. Well, we'll wrap this segment up with you uh, with this. It's, uh, we're coming to the end of October. Huge game inside the ACC. You're right there in the top four in the ACC standings. It's a Saturday night game, and uh, uh, if all goes well, you finish October uh, right in the hunt with a lot to play for in November with a big prize out there. That's right, you know, and, um, and we, all, we, all we want to be is 1-0 this week. Um, you know, get us into the bye. But what's, what is kind of crazy is that, I guess, I mean, this is our last home game in October, and we, I think we only have two left after this, you know. I mean, and, and, and this, this team is, has got something to it, you know. And um, it's been unfortunate. We have to do the right thing with some of the restrictions of who's in the stadium. But, um, but this is a team worth, you know, coming and watching play and, and supporting in the stands. And we look forward to a great crowd on Saturday night. Um, who knows, maybe in November, December, they'll let a few more people, you know, into the stadium. But uh, we, we cherish everyone that comes um, because this team is special and, um, and, and they, want, they really want to play well together and they want to play well for our fan base. Yeah, I think uh, the fans that will be there on Saturday will be ready to empty their lungs uh, for this squad. Coach, thanks very much. Best of luck. Okay, thank you, guys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.